Welcome to Mad in Japan podcast. This is episode 10. This episode I will be speaking about my first year in Japan. This year marks 20 years in Japan. I came to Japan in April of 2001. First, let me give you a little backstory. Um, I'm from Virginia. I was working at a paper mill for a little over 11 years and I really liked my job. I didn't care much for the shift work but I was in a number two position on a paper machine and I had a good crew with me and I really enjoyed working with uh, my fellow workers and I kind of liked my job as well. Uh, But unfortunately in September of 1999 Hurricane Floyd wreaked havoc on the paper mill and flooded the nearby city. Uh, It was a disaster. The paper machine which I worked on was over a hundred years old. Of course it's been modified and updated. But uh, I was the person who shut it down for the very last time. The night of the hurricane I was working and it was torrential rain and started in a flood and my supervisor told me to shut the machine down and go home. And I shut the machine down, not knowing it would be for the very last time ever. And I jumped in my car and went home. It was raining so heavy that I couldn't really see where I was going. I had an idea by the trees on the side of the road which, where the road would be located. And I really couldn't see well at all. It was quite dangerous. But I knew I needed to get home soon. I hit water in the road, which I didn't see. Uh, because it was just black, everything was just blacked out. I could just barely make out the images of the tree, um, trees on my left and right. Anyway, the water went up to nearly my windows of my car, and I shifted in low gear and floored it, and just barely made it out of this water, and drove home and made it home without further incident. I later learned that someone behind me didn't make it out and got stuck and they did survive and then a truck hit that car and they also survived but I just came through there just in time another five minutes I might not have made it out well anyway I went home the next day I was due to work but the phones were down so I tried calling and I had no idea what was going on I lived about 30 minutes away where I was at was no flooding so I didn't know anything about it so I decided to drive in and see what was going on and when I got there, the city, the whole city where the paper mill was located was shut down. There's police, rescue, news crews everywhere. And I realized the whole city uh, was flooded. So the next few months, when we did go back to work, next uh, few months was just cleanup duty. And my job was gone. Uh, the way the paper mill was organized you had seniority in your department only so I really had nowhere else to go so I had to kind of like start over in another department and uh, I chose not to do that I quit and took a job with a another company a chemical vendor which actually worked at the same paper mill and I took this job knowing it would be temporary so one-year job and actually it lasted a little bit longer but for the next year 
and a quarter, I prepared my life for, uh, for life without that kind of job. I made pretty good money at the paper mill, and I knew very unlikely to get another job like that. So I built a guest house in my mother's backyard and her big property and paid off my bills and I was changing my lifestyle to a more minimalist life and uh, it worked out. I finished the house, I built it with a couple friends of mine, uh, took a little over a year to build the house it was, and then I lived in there after that. And then the job uh, that was temporary with a chemical vendor was over and I left. So I was kind of semi-retired for a while. I had a Kung Fu class which I taught on Wednesday nights and uh, that was about it. That was enough. Bills were paid, houses made, paid for. And uh, after a few months, decided uh, to go to Japan for six months. I've already visited Japan and my wife at the time was Japanese and so we went to Japan and for a six-month stint and we arrived in Japan in April 2001 and of course uh, that was the same year 9-11 what happened a few months later. So when I first arrived in Japan, I had a job uh, at a tofu shop lined up. Uh, the family which I was staying with had a worker who just recently retired and I was going to take his place. Uh, tofu is kind of a seasonal business, so kind of busy in the summer, not so busy in the winter. So. This would work out six months in Japan during the busy tofu season and summer. I didn't go to America for Christmas and winter and also to return to my Kung Fu class. That was the plan. Um, so when we first arrived in Japan, I stayed a couple days in Tokyo. And the tofu shop where I was due to work at the following Monday received a phone call stating that the, their biggest customer, which was the school schools of the city, uh, decided to streamline and get all their tofu from one source in Tokyo and uh, thus killing about a third or more of the tofu business, rendering my job not needed anymore. And this was literally the day we arrived in Japan that this information came out. So we arrived to work in the tofu shop the following Monday. They didn't need me anymore. So I worked and then I, very quickly I went into a part-time capacity so my income was cut in half as were my hours. Um, the first few months I was trying to be positive. I was studying Japanese diligently, dil diligently and I was hiking and exploring. It was very fascinating and fun. A lot of people call this the honeymoon period. Uh, everything was going pretty good. Um, it was quite hot. And then uh, when June 
arrived, I was kind of surprised because it rained every day. I think we went 21 days of rain and only saw the sun pop out of the clouds like one day in those 21 days. And then I learned about the rainy season they have in Japan, which kind of sucked because I was looking forward to a beautiful June to go to the beach and things like that, but basically it rained every day. So I didn't like that so much about it. And then after the rainy season comes just hot and humid. So it wasn't the kind of weather, the four seasons I was used to back in Virginia. Anyway, uh, the first year it was a little challenging. Of course, I made a lot of faux pas and cultural mistakes. And uh, but it was still interesting. I still had a good time. I met a couple of friends. And uh, then September 11th rolled around. At that time, I just finished working at the tofu shop. And I went for a hike and came back in the evening. So it was around 8 o'clock at night, I guess. And they yelled. I was upstairs. And they yelled to me to turn on the TV. And I turned on the TV and they had live feed from America on the Japanese news. It was live feed. And I actually saw the second plane hit the second tower uh, live from Japan. And it was, I remember the feeling of dread and horror and fear and anger, just as, you know, other Americans felt as well. And I was watching this from Japan. And that one incident caused everything to change because I was approaching my six month getting ready to go back to America and that kind of put everything put the brakes on uh, what's going on in America I don't want to go back right now uh, worried about safety and security and so that postponement of going back ended up lasting several months and it was a good year before I could make it back again. Um, so America never was quite the same after that to me. Um, and even 20 years later, I've been in Japan for the entire time with frequent visits to America. Just to, I watch the news. The, the news is so depressing. The division in America and the people uh, perpetrating the division by putting their opinions constantly on social media and things like that. It's just, you know, it's fine to feel what you want to feel and believe what you don't believe, what you want to believe, that's fine. But when you when you start posting uh, memes or negative things about the president, your leader, regardless, Republican or Democratic, this is, you know, take it out with the vote, okay? The, 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 this, you're causing division you think you're not by pushing your thing hey you lost get over it I, you know whatever, whoever has voted president I support I'm an American even personally I might not have voted for them and personally I don't like them I think it's just wrong to go around 
and saying derogatory or negative things about it on in a public forum. You can speak through your vote. That's the American way. And you can say what you want. That's fine. But when you when you dehumanize people and just get part of the information and make a decision and post these disgusting negative political ads that started 50 years ago and it's gotten ridiculous nowadays. I just think it's sad. Uh, I'm living a life now where people are not preoccupied with politics and religion and what you are doing or how much you weigh or what you look like. People, ironically or not, taught to, you know, you're told not to be judgmental, but ironically, everybody's so judgmental. But not not in Japan. Japan is how how I remember America as a youth. You know, people didn't talk about who they voted for that you know that much. It was it was kind of a private. You know, what you did in the bedroom, who you voted for, and what you believed. That was private. We talked about our children. We talked about things we had in common, things that we enjoyed together, that most people around the world do. Better life for our children, health, happiness—things that brought us together. That's what I like, and that's what it used to be, and that's how it is in Japan. Now it seems like everything is things that are controversial. My way or no way, you're wrong. The, the fights breaking out, the crime going up—you know—it's it's just sad to me. And I'm an American. I love America, but I have to—I'm the first to admit. My mind and my my heart is back in old America, not what's going on now. Back to the subject of this episode, my first year in Japan. So I watched my country change, 9/11, and then the wars, Iraq and Afghanistan, and uh, just the whole the whole vibe changed. And um, that's that wasn't my decision to stay in. Japan.、Uh, I came over here for six months, and my wife at the time decided she didn't want to go back to America. And、uh, her and her family did everything they could to financially make it so I was unable to go back to America. So I ended up、uh, ending that relationship. And now I've met somebody since I've been in Japan, and I'm happily married, and we have a young family, and everything is so much better. I chose to stay in Japan because we we built a life here. I、uh, I have work here and I have good, affordable medical care, and it's clean and it's safe. And I did a very long pros and cons list, and I chose to stay here because I have children, and I thought it'd be safer. And Japan is by far not perfect.、Uh, there are definitely cons, but for me personally, I found more pros. I'm getting up in the years, so affordable healthcare is important to me. To be able to go to the doctor, any doctor, pretty much any time I want, and it being very reasonably priced,、uh, I like that. And the fact that it's safe and organized and clean and almost no crime—it's unbelievable in certain aspects. Uh, people are focused on good things. People are generally positive and optimistic. They're not attacking you, and it's just a really good atmosphere.、Uh, 
Japan has some other issues they need to get around, but overall, I like like it here. Now, the first year I was here, uh, because of 9/11, as I said, I kind of got stuck here. But there were some interesting, embarrassing experiences, mainly through communication or language, uh, language errors and miscommunication or lack of understanding that was pretty funny and I will touch on that coming up soon on another episode uh, fall pause and embarrassing situations I put myself in and uh, cultural mistakes so that's coming up soon I uh, just wanted to touch bases on my first year in Japan and while I'm still here so thanks for listening and it's going up near 17 minutes now i'll try to keep my episodes between 10 and 20 minutes so i'm gonna go ahead and end it here thanks for listening and if you have any comments questions or any other ideas for future episodes please contact me at madinjapanpodcasts at gmail.com madinjapanpodcasts at gmail.com Mad in Japan podcast is one word thanks so much for listening